Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. This is episode 73. Today is Wednesday, October 11th. I'm meteorologist Jeff Horsron, joined by meteorologist Katie Suniga. Hey Katie. Good afternoon. And Chief Meteorologist Mark Nelson. Hey Mark. Hey, good afternoon. You know, just for you two, I got a fresh haircut like an hour and a half ago. Oh, it's it all looking? spiffy. You are too kind. It always looks yeah. the same anyway, so you can't tell. <laughs> You're not supposed for to do that right before going on stage because it'll shine with the new cut. Oh, really? Hmm. That's yeah. good advice to know for the future. Very good. All right. <laughs> yeah, for anybody that's just listening to the podcast, uh, this doesn't matter to you that Mark just got a new haircut. So, <laughs> nope. Uh, so we encourage you we to watch. Like to watch so you tonight. Can, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you could either watch one of the newscasts tonight, or you could just go to our website and and catch our uh, our podcast with all the awesome graphics that we're about to show you. Um, speaking of graphics, we have a little rundown here um, just to give you an idea of what the plan is for today. Someone or something saw its first snow this morning, so we're going to show you kind of a cool photo of that coming up. Uh, Katie's going to go over some of the water year numbers from uh, last water year. You're probably wondering, what is the water year? It's a stretch of time. It's a year, of course, from October 1st uh, to September 30th. So we're going to go over the 2022-2023 water year numbers for a few cities, not everybody. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, we're going to go over some of the rainfall totals that we've seen this week. It's been a pretty wet week, especially considering some of the downpours that we've had uh, around since yesterday. Uh, and then we'll also take a look at how October has been faring so far in Portland. And and then we'll uh, do a little forecast discussion. There are some important things that we need to go over in terms of the forecast. But let's start off with that photo. Um, you probably guessed it. Timberline Lodge saw its first snow this morning. Um, yeah, I had some people kind of, yeah, so I had some people chiming in on social media saying, "Well, didn't Timberline see a snow already this season?" And uh, Wait, you're partially correct. You you were one I of said them. The same thing. You are, and I already I had my answer. Me. Yeah. I already had my answer primed and ready to go. Yeah, it was. It snowed at the resort, but it was closer to six thousand five hundred, seven thousand feet, kind of kind of up near the. Uh, Palmer lift. We have a, we don't, Timberline has a webcam up there. So we, we've been able to see it snowing up there above Timberline, but it actually right. snowed at quote lodge level this morning. <laughs> um, it wasn't much. Yeah, it was but, time. It was time. Yeah. It was time. Yeah. Um, yeah the, it, it stuck a little bit on the parking lot. You can see a little bit slushy yeah. this morning. Um, the, I think the, a little bit. Temp, I think it bottomed out at 32 at 6,000 feet. So that's, about as low as the snow level went this morning, and then it started climbing. It's probably closer to 7,000 feet as we're recording this Wednesday afternoon. But, I mean, it's nice to see the little termination slush or termination dust at the uh, at the lodge. You know, sometimes we do get significant snow in early October up there. I do remember having our kind of our one of our morning reporters up there in almost two feet of snow. I think it was the first week of October. I mean, then it mostly wow. melted. But each year is different. You know, you get a cold trough coming through, and it can snow at six thousand feet in in October, right? Right, That's and um, you guys know our webcam that sits at five thousand feet over at Ski Bowl across twenty six, right. and uh, I actually saw some chunky rain up there on the webcam this morning, so that was kind of exciting. Um, so. Yeah, I, I figured today is October 11th. Uh, the water year ended technically September 30th, and we never actually went over the numbers. So, uh, Katie, let's talk about those numbers. Uh, kind of tried to pull some of the numbers from various parts of the state just to give you a good variety, yeah. but we'll let you go over yeah. those. 
So for the the people that are listening and not watching, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of re say some of these numbers so you know what we're talking about. So as Jeff mentioned, the water year, October 1st through September 30th, and we had near normal rainfall in Portland from October to May, but we ended very dry in the spring and the summer. So we ended below normal. We were in a deficit of just a little more than an inch and a half. So we had 35.37 inches and the normal is 36.91. So just a little more than an inch and a half for the Portland area. And then we also have it for Salem. So we normally see 36.3 or we should see 40.08 and we saw 36.3. So we ended just a little more than three and Three and a three and three quarters below average in hey, it's okay. Salem. We can round up. How about four inches? Almost four. I'll say nearly <laughs> four. That works. Yeah. So <laughs> deficit there. And then I think as I was looking through all these numbers, we don't have anybody who oh, this one's this one I think was the worst. Astoria, the normal year is seventy and a quarter inches. And Ooh, it that's only a wet place. About 62 and really wet. <laughs> Wait, can I chime in really quick? I know it looks yeah. – I was actually thinking about this this morning, Katie, um, and Mark would, might want to chime in as well. It is a, a, a deficit by about 7 to 8 inches or so um, compared to normal, but they, they get about 70 inches of rain per year. So uh, a slightly higher deficit yeah, yeah, is right. not – yeah, it's – comparatively speaking, it's about yeah. similar to the deficit we saw in the Willamette Valley. Yeah. And then we had Redmond, which just doesn't surprise me because I don't know if as long as I've been forecasting weather, if they've ever made it in their... Um... <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Continuous drought, it seems like. Yeah. Yes. I don't think they've ever made it. So this one, and this is the difference. Oh, it's just is so funny. This is where we could have gone into that rain shadow uh, term that we didn't get to last week. So normal rainfall in Redmond in a year is about eight and a half inches compared to Astoria's 70. Yeah, isn't and that crazy? It's so crazy. And then what they got last year was just a little more than uh, six and a quarter. So they had just a little more than two-inch deficit, which, I don't know, to me, that's a bigger deal than the the 70 to 63. So it's a big deal, makes it especially you know, for fire season. You know, that's too bad that uh, we were coming out of last winter thinking La Nina winter, okay, a little wetter than normal. Remember, I think mm -hmm. the, the drought was starting to get erased a bit. It, and then it it's like right. after April. Yeah, it got better. And then after April dried out again. And then mm -hmm. they really have had no significant rain since that time. So yeah. that's too bad. They tried to come back, but maybe this will be the winter. Maybe not. We will see, yeah. I suppose. And I was looking at Prineville Reservoir just because I watched that thing get down to, sure. you know, and so I was looking at the camera out there the other day, just hoping that it was going back up. So it was just so bad. So um, bad. Mark, on that on that uh, subject, the big takeaway, of course, right. is the, the numbers are below below the thirty year normal. Um, yeah. But on that subject, how much roughly does the coast range pick up per year? I, I think that yeah. number is always fun to say out loud. There are spots that average, I think, one hundred and twenty inches in the coast range, something like that, right? Isn't that what you've seen? Yeah, yeah, it is amazing. It's a wet place. Just, it is a wet place. <laughs> and, and the West Slopes of the Cascades, I mean, Bonneville Dam, I think averages 90 inches of rain a year, 
which is, yes, it's in the gorge near sea level, but it's also in the, just about the wettest spot on the west slopes of the Cascades where the gorge is just like a line cut through the Cascades. So yeah, that's a really wet place. While somebody is typing frantically. I'm sorry. I'm looking for something. <laughs> that's funny. No, no I didn't know you could going. hear me. That's I didn't the... know that either. I listened to our podcast last weekend and I'm like, oh my gosh, you can hear me typing. Yeah, that's, so that's the best part. Up. Yeah, um, so in Bend, yeah. it's uh, is it two? Where's the is it two inches? Is that oh, there we go, uh, less than 12 inches over. Yeah, so that's it's a little more than than Redmond. I was just looking to see, um, how much Bend gets per year. Yeah, it's less than yeah. 12 inches, man, uh, compared to 120. You know, Oh, go ahead, Jeff. I got a thought. Once you're done. Uh, no, I want to hear yours. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, this is even weirder if you're just listening to the audio version, because at least here you see our facial expressions if you're watching the video. Um, oh, no, I'm 54, and I've forgotten what I was going to say. It was related to water. Uh, oh, we should explain. I know. We didn't actually explain what a water year is, folks. So normally, in regular places, you'd think, okay, how much rain did we get this year? January 1st to December 31st, right? We, we match the calendar. But in the West Coast, West Coast climate, and really most areas west of the Rockies, we use what's called the water year because most of our precipitation falls during the cool season. And if most of it falls during the cool season, you, so we can go back in time in the future and look back historically and say, hey, this was a wet, wet season. Hey, this was a pretty dry, wet season. So to do that, we have to put one whole wet season into one water year. So that's why it starts in October and goes through the next September. So basically, um, yeah, we can, we can put October, November, December's rain together with January, February, March, those uh, six really wet months. So mm -hmm. that's why we use water year. Sounds weird, but it kind of makes sense if you think of it that way. Do you know, and Mark, when that started? Do you happen to know offhand? 100 years okay. ago or more. I, I long, it's been long a while. back. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Just curious. I was just going to say the, the, the great part about our podcast is we're all on different computers right now in different places. And Katie can, you know, look up a weather stat and bend anytime she wants. And you can just hear that keyboard pounding away. So um, <laughs> that, that was some aggressive pounding, but that's, that's fine. Mine sounded the same way last week. I'm a fast typer. So I was trying to get just it done quickly. Treat the keyboards nicely, Katie. Come on. <laughs> Respect, we need new no. keyboards anyway. Um, so yeah, uh, we we have the calendar view up of the month of October. We're not too far into it. Uh, only ten days, not including uh, today's rainfall total. We've had four days with measurable rain, uh, not including today. We're probably going to see some decent totals today. We're going to show you that in a second. But um, we picked up a little over a half an inch of rain so far in the month of October in Portland. We tend to get about three and a half inches. Uh, this can be the month in which we really see the wet season kick in. Uh, but a good start, um, you know, hopefully things start to ramp up. And I think they might early next week. That's a little teaser regarding the now, forecast. Jeff, I was going to say, Katie and I were just talking about this, how how much less rain we've received than expected these last two days. Now, you may be listening to this on Thursday. It's all done. But um, PDX has only picked up, what, about a half inch or less than a half inch. There's a whole center part of the metro area, less than a half inch. Mm -hmm. Yet far west metro has picked up an inch or so. Forest Grove, 1.3. Hills, uh, Hillsborough, 0.6. But, yeah, uh, pretty wet west metro and also west parts of the valley. But um, And Salem has picked up maybe about an inch. But uh, a lot of the metro did not pick up as much rain as expected. And it looks like the showers just aren't as intense right now. So Do you, um, do you, you know, attribute that to – do you attribute that to the like the scattered downpours that we saw? Some areas were just getting. I, I don't know because I didn't see incredible downpours west 
and West Metro necessarily. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, Clark County strange. saw some good ones uh, this morning, and obviously we had a thunderstorm Tuesday afternoon, late Tuesday afternoon up near the Columbia, you know, kind of near the center. Well, um, funny you mention that because that's another thing. We didn't have nearly – I thought we'd see more wide – well, scattered thunderstorms, not not necessarily isolated. I thought we'd see a few more. The Cape values were relatively high, lifted index below zero, but uh, I didn't look yet today because I just – came and scrambled to get this together. This yeah. is, we're recording this on Wednesday afternoon around 3 p.m. But as of today, I don't know if I saw any lightning inland. And yesterday, I think I saw a few strikes up around Amboy, and that was it. Yeah, the uh, the lightning strikes I saw this morning were offshore. Haven't seen many today. I mean, there's still some time. Um, but the showers seem to be winding down in the 3 o'clock hour right now. Right. Um, and we kind of expected that. We knew that it would be like, uh, you know, that most of the action might be the first half of today. Well, I'm looking at those numbers for us at five o'clock, the Cape and the lifted index, both are, you know, lifted index is below one and Cape is almost 300. So hmm. still possible. You know possible. what I'm even more surprised by is, I mean, it's been pretty gusty. Uh, we've had plenty of showers around some downpours, no reports of funnels yet. And I, I find that a little bit disappointing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I agree. from a weather nerd perspective, of course, I don't want to see a tornado in, in town, but, you know. But if it stays funnel. up top and it doesn't touch down, it's fun to watch, right? Right, right. So Mark's pulling up some graphics right now, and I imagine he's pulling up some right. of the rainfall totals so far this week, uh, since Monday yeah, at least. Actually, that I do not have. Those, that's what nope. I just discussed. Just not that much. But um, Okay. But we've covered October so far, so now we want to talk about what's going to happen because I do have graphics yeah. for that. All right, and there was a um, – there was a – well, there was a group of a small group of scientists that got together and talked about atmospheric rivers uh, earlier this week. Um, now that we're entering that season, where the west coast of the United States sees more um, big rainfall events or the potential for that, so um, you All know, right. let's talk about the forecast. Oh, you want to? Do you want to jump ahead, or do you want to kind of go over? Let's go over the next few days first. Um, sorry, well, there's nothing happening. Exactly. <laughs> it's boring. Well, that's the thing. Thursday and Friday. <laughs> Nice days near 70 or so in our, and you know, along the I 5 corridor. Then there's going to be some weak east systems. Wind. Little east little east wind. tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, a little That's bit. Right. Don't want to forget that. Mm -hmm. Don't. Yeah, of course not. Um, and then there, it looks like a weak front's going to brush across uh, our coastal communities, maybe our, our valleys um, Friday night. So we'll get a few showers, um, maybe a couple of showers, cloudy skies Saturday. Really nothing too significant first half of the weekend. And um, from what I was seeing, Sunday starts mainly dry, but then a very moist system takes aim at the Pacific Northwest, at least west of the Cascades, starting Sunday night and heading into Monday. And that's the graphic that we have up right now is this <laughs> time frame between Sunday evening and Monday and Tuesday. Um, or does it? Mm. Oh. So this is this a flip? Yeah, there is. Um, this is the Euro. Remember, uh, this is what we had from last night. You, you talked about this on air this morning, right? You were kind of giving a first alert as we do like, Hey, there could be quite yeah. a soaking. I think yeah. those, um, those, uh, is that pink? I'm a little colorblind or purple, purple yeah. colors. That's what an inch and a half of rain or so. So quite a bit of yeah. rain. And then this is ending Tuesday. Now look at the current version. Okay, here we go. Got to find it. There you go. Oh, wow. Yeah. A lot different. You know what's so, interesting about atmospheric well, river forecasting is the orientation of that that moisture and where it's aimed. I mean, you can go 25 miles and see a huge difference in rainfall totals 
and mm -hmm. model, you know, from run to run in computer models, you can see big differences as well. So this may not be done changing. Um, yeah. Well, that is the opera. Those are both operational runs. We, we're not showing you the ensembles, but the ensembles are significantly drier. Just looking at the maps. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Um, basically, what's happening is there's a far more action staying offshore, shooting up to our north. Ridging's a little bit stronger over us. So, so um, the, the afternoon rain for Sunday, I think I changed it, Camilla, didn't I? I I'm sorry. I'm you mean Katie? Yeah. You did. Um, yeah, you did. Didn't I change it? I changed it to just like a, a shower. Light a few showers. showers. Yeah, because several of the no. models are dry now on Sunday. It's like a warm front's lifting by and it's just nicking us instead of kind of coming right in at us. I agree, Jeff. Yesterday it looked like that. But the ensembles were, uh, of each model I checked each, were, were dr drier than just like 12 hours ago. So, so uh, real quick, before we move on, I want to, because right. I know we have people that are just listening. So this one, this graphic that we're looking at right now right. says Portland's only going to get just right around three tenths of an inch, but the earlier graphic said it was going to be like an inch and a third or an inch and a quarter. Yeah. I think. Much different. So almost an inch less. There it oh is. no, almost two inches. 1.92 is what the one right. we were talking, the first, mm -hmm. the earlier run show shows. And then the new one is significantly less. So I just wanted to point that out. If somebody was no, listening. That's good. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cause sometimes we talk about what we're seeing and we, we don't explain what we're we seeing. We don't actually you explain know? it. Yeah. And this is actually like Jeff, you almost alluded to this. I think this is one reason why we, we use ensemble forecasting quite a bit nowadays, because what if that yeah. was just, what if that new year old, like this one, that's very dry, what if the, most of the ensembles are wetter, but I looked, I mean, the ensembles are all drier on the model. So there's a, there's clearly a change towards more action staying offshore and then hitting up to the North. So we'll see how that Boy, plays out. And that those model, those computer model runs came in around lunchtime, late morning into lunchtime and, um, that's after I get off from good day, Oregon. So my guess based off of that current trend is we're going to be in that warm sector. I imagine you trended the temperatures up a little bit. If the atmospheric I river did. is, yeah, I mean, I it, and we talked about this, I believe last week or the week before the latest 80 degree day we had was October 21st in the year. Right. And that was when an atmospheric river was pointed just to our northwest. We were under the warm sector, kind of more under the ridge. Um, Mark, you're you're bringing up the upper level pattern. I, I think I know where this is going. Yeah, you know, I, I thought I had days one through seven. This is the 500 millibar heights. This is the, okay. um, the warm colors show higher than normal heights, what we call ridging. The blue colors are lower than normal heights where you tend to have more troughing than, than average. And I had the day one through seven, but it never made it onto my desktop here. So... But it looks almost the same. I think the big message when we look, you know, from this weekend and beyond, folks, probably the next two weeks, there tends to want to be ridging over us or warmer than normal temperatures. And nowadays we can have weather systems nearby, like you just mentioned, Jeff, and we can have a cloudy day it could be 70 degrees uh, with a southerly wind. And, you know, it's kind of humid or at least it's, it's, that's warm. 70 now is warm. The average high is 66 or 67. So this is just the Euro ensemble. So this is the... Uh, the whole orchestra, 51 different members, as Jeff says. And this is day seven through 14. So this is this next Wednesday through the following Wednesday, the 25th. Um, and I can tell you the next seven days look almost like this. The ridge is just a little bit weaker, but that's the Euro. And then we have the GFS days nine through 16, which is a week from Friday through wow. the Friday, the 27th. There's strong hints here that we're going to have ridging along the West coast. Mm. It may not be strong enough to keep us dry, we're not saying it's going to be dry, but boy, when I look at that and then the 850 millibar temps, the temps up around 5,000 feet, 
there's no way I see no setup because sometimes we can start getting significant snow up at the ski areas, the right. higher ski areas in late October. I don't see that happening this October. Something would have to change big drastically. That Timberline shot was a big tease, folks. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to prime you right. like that, skiers and snowboarders. Um, and last year, you know, last year during this time, we had, we remember we had the really warm stuff, the, the record setting October warmth. And then around the 20th, suddenly bang, it was over. And we had, I think, I think Skeeple had two or three inches of snow at the end of the month. So as of now, we don't see that. We see, I see a very warm pattern in general for the next two weeks, but that does not mean we've got eighties coming back and it does not mean we have tons of dry right. weather necessarily. It just means we're going to have warm when we have systems, they might be kind of warmish. Yeah. And yeah. I think like from here on every day that goes by, uh, the likelihood of seeing another 80 degree day drops off. Um, I mean, yeah. It, yeah. The, the conditions have to be like perfect for it to, <laughs> to happen. So, but seventies certainly possible. We've got a couple right now in our seven day forecast. I don't know what Mark threw in there for, uh, early next week. Who knows what well, this I weekend? Did. He's what, did right he, here. what did he do oh, for Sunday, have, Katie? Katie? I've forgotten. <laughs> I've already forgotten what I wrote two hours ago. Yeah. So Thursday, Friday, we have 70, 73. And then Sunday, 68. Monday, 70. And then Wednesday, 72. Oh, so we boy. have he is out four, of four 70 degree days on here. Can you just calm down, Mark? Now, let me just go over my reasoning on the 68. So I think uh, maybe I brought Sunday up a couple degrees because it's like it's, if there's less rain, we're on the south side oh, of a system warm front. Um, good call. And then Monday, Monday, I think I brought that up because uh, I don't remember why I did. But still, it's a pretty warm air mass. You're probably then, because we're going to start start warm because of a cloudy night, maybe. Right. That's the other thing. You, uh, yeah, you see all those low temperatures on there. Mid fifties uh, and higher. The, yeah, I mean, the coolest one low, we have is tonight's fifty three. Yeah, our warmer. average low in the city is forty eight this time of the year. So clearly, we're going to have much warmer than normal nights coming up with all of the uh, yeah. cloud cover. I mentioned well. last week too that the warmest temperature we've recorded in the month of October happened in the back half of October because of a cloudy night. I think it was sixty three was the warmest temperature at PDX. Um, so that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. We would love to see a building snowpack. Um, we're kind of, you know, the odds are not in our favor for that, considering we're entering this El Nino phase. And history tells us that more often than not, the snowpack suffers. Um, but I mean, it's it's early to mid October. We still have a lot of time for things to change. But uh, that's kind of the setup right now. Um, looks like we got another we got another graphic coming up. It's it's like what's what's next? You know, it's always a guessing game here. <laughs> Oh, it's it's eclipse time, guys. <laughs> it's like guys. going to so, Vegas. It's roulette. Right, yeah. right. Okay, so um, big eclipse coming up Saturday morning. Um, it it is mid mid October after all. We were we were kind of not banking on perfect conditions. And um, just... Breaking news: uh, a viewer just called about oh. a possible tornado in La Center. Uh oh! I just had a producer. Wow, folks, we're, get, we're gonna get this live. I'm pulling up my radar scope. Oh my <laughs> lord! Yep. Okay. Let's center. Let's see what was going through. Let's center. I just had our wonderful okay. Bryce come in and and drop me a little uh, little note here. And this this may have just happened. Oh, there is something down there. Let's see. Pull up the velocity. I'm pulling up the velocity. Oh, it was probably that system that's moving south of Amboy now, east of the center. Yeah, that maybe was... that's what passed by. Hard yeah. to tell though. There there could have been some weak rotation. Hmm. Well, we'll get this wrapped up and we're going to find out about it. I hope they, yes. so and folks, whenever you do see something interesting, kptb.com slash weather, there's a way to submit a photo on our website. It comes in quickly and then we can take it, right. bring it into the podcast or on air and 
Uh, that's the easiest way for us to post it as well. And sometimes it's hard to find. It's on the community section. If you're on a, a computer community section, left side, and then it says submit your photos and videos there. So the well, top tab um, though on the weather page says submit weather photos as well. Oh yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. So, um, so that'll be interesting to see that. I mean, what are the, what are the odds? We just talked about this. <laughs> well, you know oh. what? All the, all the action happens on the uh, first alert weather podcast right here. Live folks. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Let's cover the eclipse real quick existence. here. Yep. Um, so that's the Euro and it's like, eh, could there be a break in the cloud Saturday morning? Maybe a system comes through Friday night, Saturday morning, and then it's out of here. Um, and then there's another one that one's kind of moving offshore. So this is pretty cloudy, but, and Katie, when you said breaking news, I thought we were headed here. Let's see. Because the graph, now that we're within 72 hours, we have the higher res models. Oh, and, yeah. Um, We've been waiting for these. Let me see. I'm trying to load it up. Oh, I know. I have to make it smaller. On pins here we and go. needles. Yeah. When you have higher resolution, then you go, oh, well, that's a little different story. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. That says there's hope. Look at that. That implies east of the mm -hmm. Cascades, there could be plenty of breaks in the cloud cover. It doesn't have much high cloudiness like the Euro shows. Mm -hmm. So my point this evening on the shows, at least, I mean, assuming we're not covering an EF5 that just went through the center um, and we'll erase that section if it really was one. Um, but anyway, um, it, it, I just think there's still hope here. People that are asking about going east of the Cascades, this is what our graph shows 9 a.m. at eclipse time. So maybe. Maybe I guess I'm going to have to you. text my buddy that I was telling I wouldn't bank on it in Southeast Oregon. I'm going to have to reach out to him and say, well, there is a chance. Um, yeah, it's tough. It's always tough to tell uh, that many days out. People are trying to plan ahead, you know, seven to 10 days in advance uh, in October. And there's so much variability in the forecast. And when we have the cloud cover, the problem is when we have these little systems moving around, it's not like it was, it's not like it's a big cold front that's approaching and we know we're going from sunny to cloudy. We've got these little waves of energy going through. And when you have that, the global models don't have the resolution to resolve the cloud cover that well. So like that European model looks all cloudy, but when you go to a higher res, this one's a four kilometer model, the European's nine. Um, when you have that, you can see a little more detail and that says, okay, maybe there will be some breaks in the cloud cover. So we'll see how it goes. We still have, what is it? It's, we're recording this Wednesday afternoon, so we still have two and a half days. Exactly. We two have a lot days, of- almost three. Plenty of time for things to change. Plenty that and many more model runs to come through that we can analyze and share with you. Mm -hmm. um, so be, be prepared for more updates on that. And we'll be sending alerts to the Fox 12 weather app. We've been really active on that lately. And I think you'll That's see right. us really um, you know, picking things up on the app once the weather becomes more and more active. Um, so- Mark, uh, we were talking a little while ago um, before lunchtime about uh, some of the updates regarding El Nino uh, that you were looking mm -hmm. into. Um, That's right. I know a lot of people are interested in how that might affect our winter. And so maybe we can talk a little bit about that. We have plenty of time here left in the podcast. Well, I, I was, actually, I was just going to say, I was just going to say we don't have that much time left. And I was going to say, I'm working on a long, a post I like to do on my blog okay. every October for like what's coming up. And I've got it three quarters of the way done, what we might see during this upcoming winter. And uh, so I have some information to share from that. So maybe next week we can make that the big, like, what okay. might we see this winter? El Nino, um, Enso, Southern Oscillation Index, throw in the uh, multivariate Enso Index, MEI. What do you think? Nice. Could yeah. be good. <laughs> I gotta go cover the big La Center tornado anyway. I gotta get in there. So nothing to share today. A, a, another big tease. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. All you right. You know what? 
these these podcasts are coming in hot and heavy every week. It seems like we just recorded one. In fact, what episode is this? Seventy three. This is, is seventy three. Right? Yeah. It wow. Is. We were just yeah. at forty. It seems like a few weeks ago. So we'll be at a hundred soon enough. Yeah. Um, okay. So bottom line is uh, the showers are winding down. We'll get a couple of dry days and plenty of dry time this weekend and still getting, you know, a handle on the early next week forecast, but things are trending drier than what we were previously seeing in the forecast. So hopefully uh, no big soakers for a little bit, um, right. uh, but we'll let you know if anything big changes to the forecast. Thanks for joining us for episode 73 of the Fox 12 weather podcast. We're going to let Mark run into the studio. Very curious to see what was happening up near La center. Uh, Katie's going to be on air probably six, eight, nine, I would assume. And- yep. That's my Chipping away at that weather app and all the posts. So uh, thanks again, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Talk to you soon.